Hi there, and welcome to the No Ordinary People podcast, where we honor the stories of strangers and learn what people really wish others understood about them. My name is April Coleman, and I'm the host of this podcast, and this is episode 10. Today's episode is going to look a little bit different than previous episodes. This is our first episode back in a couple of months, and it wasn't necessarily a planned break. (laughs) When I started the podcast back in April of 2021, I didn't really know what I was doing. I've been pretty upfront about that from the beginning. (laughs) I I did not know how to create a podcast. I didn't know what this podcast would look like, and it has been awesome to be honest. The guests that I've had on the show have shared so vulnerably and honestly their stories. And it's really given all of us so much to think about. I think people have grown and learned from listening to people's stories. And that was always the goal for the podcast. It was always to offer proximity to people that you might not otherwise get to hear their stories. You might not know them. They might not live in your community or you might not be friends with people like that. And I was always hopeful that getting to hear them share their stories and what they wish people understood about them would help broaden all of our viewpoints. And I think it's been successful to this point. So why haven't there been any episodes for two months? This is where I get another chance to be really honest and vulnerable with y'all again. The truth is I got to a place where I was extremely overwhelmed. It's not that I had so much to do that I couldn't keep up with all of it. It's not that the fame and and attention was too much because there certainly hasn't been a lot of that. To be really honest, I can't put my finger exactly on where the force of the overwhelm was. I think to a degree it was recognizing that this podcast could really turn into something and could be something really valuable. And I was really nervous about having that on my shoulders um, and holding that in my hands. I didn't trust myself. And so I got into a place where I was not being kind to myself. I wasn't taking good care of myself. And as ever, when that's the case, it spilled over into other people and I was not caring for my people well either. So I had to step back for a minute. It wasn't, like I said, necessarily planned. I don't think I did a great job communicating to you, the listening audience, what was going on. I just knew I needed to take several steps back and just breathe for a minute and really make some decisions about what this would look like moving forward. One of my favorite podcasts to listen to is called the Lazy Genius Podcast. It's with a woman named Kendra Adachi. When I first started listening to it, I thought it was going to be valuable, helpful, but I didn't realize how much value it was going to add to my life. I thought it was going to do things like help me meal plan and help me figure out how to actually do my laundry. And it's done that. But the principles that Kendra teaches both in her podcast and then in her book called The Lazy Genius Way has helped me prioritize my life in a really important way. And so I was feeling overwhelmed and I wanted to take steps forward and, you know, to try and process through all that. And I used some of her principles to do that. One of her lazy genius principles is do things in the right order. And some things there's a right order 
too. And then other things, you know, obviously there's not, but in this case, in dealing with my overwhelm, there was a right order. And the first was just to take a deep breath. And for me, like I've already said, that meant literally physically breathing, but also putting space between me and the project that was overwhelming me. The next step that Kendra suggests is name what matters right now. So I had to spend some time doing that. And in a minute, I'm going to share with you what matters right now to me. And I think to a lot of us going through this process has helped me remember what's important and what matters. Then the next step is to calm the crazy. So for me, that meant being very specific about what is causing the crazy and finding specific ways to calm it. For me, that meant taking several breaks from social media. That meant getting out of town for a little while. That meant automating a lot of things like doing mobile orders wherever I could, uh, pick up orders for groceries, automating prescriptions. I even use an app for house cleaning and literally just tick off each thing because if I don't have something like that, I can forget things that seem obvious. Part of calming the crazy for me too was taking a deep dive into my own self. I just turned 40 a few days ago. And as a 40-year-old, I recognized that there were some things about adulting that I still wasn't proficient at. I have a hard time focusing. I have a hard time following through with projects. I have a hard time staying Focus. To be honest, I've had a hard time ever since I uh, left my in-person job uh, eight years ago. So I've been a primarily stay-at-home mom now for eight years, and I've really struggled without that outer accountability and outer structure. So I did a lot of research um, in the last two months. Adult ADHD is always something that I have wondered about for myself. The reasons that I had brushed it off and thought that that's not something that applies is because I was a really good student. I did really well in school. I'm not hyperactive. I don't think that I have a hard time focusing, but the more that I did research and asked people around me that know me well, the more I found that that might be the truth about me. And that it's both comforting to know that there are potential solutions to some of the things I've struggled with my whole life, It's also a little bit upsetting, if I'm being honest, uh, to have a brain chemistry disorder that I have no control over. Um, At this point, this might be way too much information, but I am in the process of seeking professional um, guidance, advice, and help surrounding that issue. So all of that went into calming the crazy for me. And then the last step that Kendra suggests is trust yourself with what comes next. And I'll be honest, this was a sticking point for me. This was, I didn't know if I could trust myself. I didn't know how to move forward, honoring people's stories in an authentic way. And I'll share again a little bit more about that as I, as I kind of share what are some conclusions I came to through this whole process. So I'm going to tell you those things one more time in case these are helpful to you too. And I will link in the show notes to all things regarding the lazy genius in Kendra's book. But the steps when you're feeling overwhelmed are take a deep breath and name what matters right now. 
calm the crazy, and trust yourself with what comes next. So when I took a deep breath, I really had to take a minute to acknowledge what we've all been through. Um, we have been through collective trauma and it is still coming. I just read in the news this morning that in my neck of the woods, our COVID cases are the highest they've been in seven months. That's when I think we're coming out of the pandemic. It feels like it's starting all over. The racial injustice that continues in our country and having these discussions with people is exhausting and painful, to be honest, when I'm talking about um, especially people within the white evangelical community. And on top of everything that's been difficult for all of us, many of us have lost family and friends, both in death and in relationship. So we've been through collective trauma. And so what matters is that we're there for each other. Please do not hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying Let's ignore our differences and all hold hands and stand in a circle and sing. That is not at all what I'm saying when I say we have to be there for each other. But what we what does matter and what we do have to do is we have to stop othering each other. We have to stop putting us into categories of us versus them. And we have to recognize the humanity in each other. And it's really easy to do to recognize the humanity in people that we care about or people that we agree with. It's harder to do when we're talking about people who we don't agree with. It's harder to do when we're talking about people who are failing to recognize our own humanity. Now, this all might sound very Pollyanna and very pie in the sky naive of me. And I recognize that. I recognize that that's something I'm prone to and that is something that may not seem achievable. But I do believe that genuine empathy can be fostered. And I do believe that's why these conversations are so important. And that is what matters right now. On Kendra's most recent podcast episode, she read a quote from Diedrich Bonhoeffer um, from his book called Letters and Papers from Prison. <clears throat> and he says, we must learn to regard people less in the light of what they do or omit to do and more in the light of what they suffer. And the truth is we've all suffered. And when I look at a person and I see them more in that light, in the light of their genuine humanity of the Imago Dei, it's much easier for me to have empathy for that person. And so moving forward in the podcast, I'm going to have some conversations and people will not agree with them. People will be frustrated with me and my guests. People will wonder why I chose to have that person on. But the goal of this podcast is to offer access to people that you might not otherwise have access to. You might not have access to a police officer. You might not have access to a pastor, even an evangelical pastor. It's really easy for us to other these people and put them into categories and think that we understand everything there is to know about them. But I want to hold a space that honors each person's stories. One of the things that helped me to trust myself with what comes next is a statement that was made on my Facebook page in a comment by a Facebook friend. And she suggested that it is possible to hold grace and hold space for people without hosting oppression. And that phrasing was just 
the thing I needed to be able to trust myself moving forward. So yes, I will have difficult conversations and yes, you might not like who I choose to speak with or what stories I choose to allow, but I will not host oppression. And I'm going to ask that you each hold me accountable to that. If there is a way that you believe oppression is being hosted on this show, I welcome your comments and I welcome that pushback. So the truth is that I still don't really know what I'm doing. I'm figuring this out as I go, and I'm just so grateful that you've all been along on the journey with me and that you're, you have a lot of patience and grace for me. To say that it's been an honor to engage in this space and to have these conversations and to make plans for the future feels really underwhelming to how it feels for me. This podcast was born out of an idea that has been fanned into flame, and I am just really grateful for the opportunity. I want to do better at taking care of myself so that I don't ghost you again for two months, but that will mean taking occasional breaks. I will try and communicate when those breaks are coming more clearly. So like I said, all the links to Kendra's podcast and books and anything else I mentioned on this episode will be available in the show notes. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening right now so you won't miss any of the future conversations with guests. We're going to have some really important and valuable discussions coming up. And I would love to connect with you on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at No Ordinary People Podcast. And I would love for you to share how you're doing. How are you dealing with everything that's been going on for the last 18 months? Do you feel that overwhelm? How are you coping with it? And if there's anything you can share with me or the other listeners that would help us to continue to hold tight to what matters and trust ourselves moving forward, I would love to hear it. I'm going to sign off today with some words from one of my all-time favorites, Mr. Fred Rogers. He says, in times of stress, the best thing we can do for each other is to listen with our ears and our hearts and to be assured that our questions are just as important as our answers. Thanks for listening. Be back next time.